0: There's no moving in and out of character. My character does not shift based on who I'm in conflict with. My character is what it is. You are who you are. Hey there, this is Patrice Washington from patricewashington.com, where we chase purpose, not money. Welcome back. I hope you are ready for another phenomenal episode of the Redefining Wealth podcast If you are new to our community, welcome, welcome, welcome. The difference between Redefining Wealth and probably anything else you've heard that sounds like a personal finance podcast is that we believe that wealth is more than money and material possessions. It's also about well-being. And so we aim to tackle the other parts of life that relate to our money. They really do, but they're the parts that we don't think about. So there's six pillars of wealth, and if you want to get more familiar with those, definitely listen to the first several episodes of this podcast or head to patricewashington.com. I also have some videos there that'll help you out, but one of our pillars here is about faith. It's the faith pillar. It's a really big one. It's about believing in something greater. And I just released a couple weeks ago, a very special birthday episode. It was a Q and A with the audience. And in it, I shared the greatest lesson that I've learned over the last year. I also released a video, a YouTube video about this. And I cannot tell you How many emails, direct messages, comments I received about those two, the podcast, as well as the video, because in it, I shared with you guys that I have been harassed online for the last year and a half. And I think it took a lot of you by surprise. And I knew that it would. I wanted to share the truth, you know, share my heart, because a lot of times I think that people will look at you and assume that everything's all together or you're just living this carefree, worry-free, problem-free life. And that's not always the case. And so I really pride myself on trying to be authentic. Well, there's no such thing as try. You're either doing or you're not. So being authentic, as authentic as I possibly can be with you all and not sharing such a big part. It's a big part because I know that it came to threatened my peace and my joy, and that it came to distract me from the purpose that has become Redefining Wealth. Had I succumbed to this troll, uh, this harasser, this hater, then I would have been distracted from creating Redefining Wealth and building the new website and launching the videos in this podcast. And when I look at what a blessing it has been to so many of you, and I think about this hater. I see very clearly the connection there. And so I wanted to share that with you because similarly on your journey, as you go to create wealth and prosperity in your own life, they're just going to be haters. There will be people who are annoyed by your anointing, and they just don't want to see you win. Because to see you win really, I think, demonstrates or highlights for them what they're doing wrong. The fact that they're so focused on your grass (laughs) They're not tending to their own, right? They're not picking their own weeds. With releasing all this though, I did not expect so many of you to hit me in the DMs and say, when we riding out, <laughs> I'm ready to go get somebody. Who is fooling with my Patrice? And I love you guys for that. I really do. But what really prompted this episode as well is you may have seen in social media that I kicked off kind of a tour Um, I'm really just going to several Paul Mitchell schools across the country to really spread this message of redefining wealth. And I spoke in Houston and Webster, Texas. Shout out to those schools. They were awesome. I had so much fun. What really blessed me though were the DMs on Instagram after speaking and how many young women are also experiencing online Harassment or social media bullying or whatever term you want to put on it and that hearing the way I chose to speak about it really spoke to them And it's helping them also choose peace They don't have to choose chaos. They don't have to choose fear They don't have to choose never-ending frustration that they could choose peace And it really let me know that I started to share this part of my life at just the right time because it's never really about us You know, I say that all the time. Nothing we go through is even about us. It's always that test that is going to end up being a testimony for someone else. And so sharing the social media harassment has been no different. I've heard from so many of you who've experienced similar things. I think it's just ridiculous, (laughs) quite frankly, that 30, 40, 50, 60-year-old people are harassing folks online. This is not just a teen or adolescent issue. And so One of the number one questions that I received is, how could you say that you pray for your enemy? What do you mean that you pray for them? Like pray what? For their downfall? For their destruction? (laughs) Like I want to pray for my enemy. Am I praying for God's vengeance on them? It's funny. I didn't preface it much, but I didn't even think that you all would think that. I thought that you would kind of get what I was trying to say. And so I wanted to just do this episode about blessing your enemies. Bless thy enemy and really break it down so that as these things come up, it's not a matter of if it's ever going to happen to you. And it may not happen in the form of social media bullying, but you've experienced a bully in your life. They may be on your job. You might sleep next to them. (laughs) Quite frankly, we run into bullies even at church everywhere that we go. There are people who are just unfortunately so unhappy with themselves that they want to make your life a living hell. And instead of getting uptight or being anxious or being fearful or any of the number of things, emotions that come up for us, I want you to join me in this practice of blessing thy enemy. And I know it's a big ask, but I hope by the end of this episode, you'll understand why it's more for us than it is for them, okay? And so here's the first thought. I'm going to break these into maybe three thoughts or so. The first thought for blessing thy enemy is because I really believe that if I bless you, that hopefully you receive a blessing and you can be booked and stop bothering me. (laughs) Go get booked and stop bothering me. And here's what I mean. When you look at the idea of blessing, right? First of all, a blessing is a public declaration of a favored status. It's a public declaration of a favored status. And the second piece of that is when you bless someone, you're endowing them with power for prosperity or success. And I read something once that said, any way you look at it, a blessing is essentially serving as a guide and motivation for someone to pursue a course of life within the blessing for someone to pursue a course of life within the blessing. So why would I want to bless my enemy? The truth is, I really don't believe that someone who is happy with their lives, who is on purpose, in purpose, just content and fulfilled with who they are, would do such things. And so I want to bless people because I honestly want them to experience what I experience every day. The fact that I get to wake up and do work that I love and leave an impact on others. I know that when I leave this earth, I'm gonna leave a legacy, but what's so much more important is that I'm living it, right? That I'm walking it every day. And I want them to experience that because if they did, not only would they likely not harass me, they wouldn't harass other people. What I've experienced in the last few years now is not something that I would wish on them or on my worst enemy, And I believe that when people are walking in that power of prosperity and success, that means they're really in their purpose. And you guys have heard me say this before. Purpose helps you set your priorities. And if someone is focused on their priorities, they just don't have time. They don't have time to be nasty. They don't have time to go out of their way to be mean. They don't have time to go out of their way to create multiple accounts just to harass someone who isn't even thinking about them. I love the way Brendan Bruchard says this. He's the author of The Charge. And he says, a life filled with silly social drama and gossip indicates that a person is disconnected from purpose and lacking meaningful goals. Mm. They are disconnected from purpose and lacking meaningful goals because people on a path of purpose just do not have time for drama. We just don't. And I've told you guys before that if you have a big vision and a call on your life, know that this may come. This will come likely in some form or fashion. And I shared me keeping my peace because I just wanted to be an example of how we can react like how we can show up and not that I've mastered this and have it all figured out not at all that like this is an active situation so if you see something on social media you know what's going on I don't have time to keep running and try to block and delete things you guys can tag them yourself flag them <laughs> report them to social media but you know this is an example of what we can do I really believe that blessing this person will hopefully, you know, eventually allow them to find their purpose and set their priorities. And like I said, go be booked. Go be booked so you can stop bothering me. Which leads me to thought number two, which is in focusing on blessing them and choosing peace, I've also made a choice to meditate daily on the truth of what is versus getting caught up in the stories of what if. Meditating on the truth of what is, what I know to be true versus getting caught up in the stories of what if, because those stories are distractions and they're just designed to deter us and take us off purpose. I've said this before. So many of us will see or hear one thing and it will take us off on a tangent and we will create an entire movie from one almost scene that wasn't really even what we thought we saw, (laughs) we will go off on a tangent and go on a whole tirade of what ifs and what if it's true? And what if this happened? And what if I didn't know? What if I'm being dumb? And what if I am not sure? What if it's true? Some of the things that have been in social media is that I'm not a good mom. Here's the truth of what is. I know that I'm a phenomenal mother. I know because my daughter is the fruit. And when she goes places with or without me, when she interacts with people, when I watch her from a distance, I stand in the truth of knowing that I'm doing a great job, the best job that I know how to do, but it's intentional. And it shows up in the fruit of how she behaves, how she speaks, how she carries herself, the level of confidence that she has. So why would I Let someone who is not in my household with me every day, who's not in the car as my daughter and I listen to Joel Osteen on the way to school and have discussions about Oprah's super soul conversations. (laughs) Why would I get caught up in the distraction of the stories of what if when I know the truth of what is? Why? Why would you get caught up in the distractions of your haters talking about your job performance, or lying about you at work when your reputation precedes itself, when your results are already there, when your employers know how you show up, when you show up, what you bring to the table. Why would you get thrown off by the petty gossip of a coworker in the cubicle across from you? At the end of the day, we have to focus and meditate on the truth of what is, why do we get so thrown by social media memes? Oh, this is a favorite where people will tag in these these disgusting memes about marriage and I've been tagged in stuff about stuff about my husband like trying to force him to stay. Child, the doors are open. <laughs> I feel like the doors of the church now. The doors of our home are open. No one has to stay here. I know the truth of what our lives are like day in and day out. So why would I be caught up in the stories that other people are telling? And beyond that, the what if uh, other people get wind of that? What if that's what they believe? And I'm sharing this because I know I'm not alone. I know I'm not alone. This is happening. This bullying, this harassment, this excessive gossip, this is real out here. And people are putting their mouths on things that they have no inclination about. But the truth is, it's not for us to try to control them or manipulate what their view is of us or their perception. None of that is our business. Our business is to meditate on the truth of what is. So when I see something on social media, when someone tags me in foolishness, I take a moment. I choose peace. I choose to not let myself get riled up. And I think about what is, I know what my child feels about me. I know what you as my audience feel about me because you guys show me so much continuous love, continuous support. I wouldn't be here without you. But when someone makes a reference to me doing unscrupulous things in business, I know that's a lie. I know that that's a lie. So why would I even concern myself with what if someone from my audience sees this and they think you guys know what's true because it's consistent in my character. It's consistent in how I show up day in and day out on and off stage, on and off screen. There's no moving in and out of character. My character does not shift based on who I'm in conflict with. My character is what it is. This is who I am. You are who you are. If you know what your convictions are, if you know how you behave, if you know how you show up, if you know how you treat people, if you know that you're not flexible or bendable with the integrity in your life, then you can be frustrated, but you can't be moved to the point of distraction and not taking care of what you need to take care of because of them. Because of lies, because of gossip, or because of foolishness. You can't. I love what Mickey Taylor says in her book, Editor in Chic. You gotta look out for our interview, it's coming soon. Just love beauty icon from Essence Magazine, Mickey Taylor. And in the book, she says, if what is being said doesn't hold up against the truth, it has to be dismissed, no matter where it's coming from. You cannot be at peace if you are not centered in an identity that transcends the judgments of others or circumstances that life brings your way. Did you hear that? If something being said about you doesn't hold up against the truth, it must be dismissed. It must be dismissed. It doesn't deserve our attention. It doesn't deserve us calling all our friends and talking about it. Because remember what you verbalize, you magnify in your own life. If you keep talking about it, you give it life, you give it energy. Even if you're not talking about it openly or publicly, if you keep bringing it up, even behind the scenes, you're doing a doozy on yourself. You are doing a doozy on your own spirit. Sometimes the battle is not always with outside forces. Sometimes that battle is with us in our minds, in our spirits. Are we rehearsing this? Are we bringing up the same things? Are we reliving the memories? And here's the deal, your enemies, your haters, they may be saying things that were true. It may have been true in a past season, but if that's not who you are now, if that's not the truth of who you are today, then dismiss it and do it quickly. You got to dismiss it. And here's my last thought. Here's the truth of what's going on if you allow it. Your enemies are elevating you and they don't even know it. (laughs) Your enemies could be elevating you and they don't even know it. The problem is you have to know it, though. If you don't know it, then it becomes a problem. But they are elevating you and they don't even know it. I believe that I'm going to be paid double for my trouble. At this point, I believe quadruple for my trouble. I believe it. And the funny thing is, my pastor said this the other day. He said, enemies will think that they are putting an end to your energy. Enemies will think that they're putting an end to your energy. And you know, when you're flowing and you're doing your thing and you're being recognized and you are just all in your purpose and you are feeling good, you're getting good grades, you're getting great reviews at work, or you're getting wonderful client testimonials, things are really just flourishing. And then you'll have someone again, who's annoyed by your anointing, You got too much good stuff going on over there. I don't like it because I haven't figured out what I'm doing over here. And they will think that by throwing these distractions at you and spreading these lies and creating rumors and all this stuff, they will think that they are putting an end to your energy. But here's the law. The law says energy is neither created or destroyed. It's transferred one to another. Energy is neither created or destroyed. It's transferred one to the other. We have a chance to transfer the negative energy people are putting at us and turn it into something positive. Like when we choose peace, when we choose to meditate and dwell on what is versus the what ifs, when we choose to bless them, we are shifting that energy. You're not stopping me from doing anything. What you did was give me fuel And put a little fire under my butt even more to continue to do what matters. So you, enemy, hater, harasser, whatever you want to call them, right? What they're doing is giving us the fuel to continue to do what really matters. To do what really matters. You're pushing me closer into wealth. They are pushing you closer into your purpose, closer into your prosperity, closer into your destiny. But it's all about whether we see their attacks as elevation. Now they don't have to know it, but you have to know it. You and I, we have to know. Oh, okay. You thought you were coming to stop something, but what you're actually doing is elevating me to my next. Because usually the only way that we grow is when we go through something. You got to go through something to grow. No one grows being stagnant. No one grows in the same place. We grow in the face of adversity. That's how we get to know the the true test of our character. That's how we know what we're made of. So like anything else, when we talk about the faith pillar, this did not come to happen to you. It came to happen for you. This is happening for you. This is happening for your elevation, for your growth. Remember, there's an episode where I talk about expectancy, how to walk in expectancy. Even when you are going through negative times, you still have to walk with your head up in expectancy and being able to create this expectation of what you believe is your birthright. What you believe is the the end of the story for you. Like we don't know the end of the story, but I know that my story ends well. And if it's not well, then if all isn't well, then it's not done. I know that my story ends well, no matter what no matter what. So that's why I can bless my enemy. That's why I can choose peace. That's why I can meditate on the what is and fill my mind of the truth of what is versus let my mind be chaotic and scattered with the stories of what if. That's why I can believe wholeheartedly that the only reason I even have this level of hate and animosity or have an enemy, someone that I can really refer to at this point as an enemy is because my elevation, my glow up. What? (laughs) That's why I could thank them on the video. That wasn't for show you guys. That's real. Thank you. Thank you for what you thought you were doing to come and deter and distract and disrupt my destiny. You are pushing me closer into my purpose and my prosperity. This message of redefining wealth was born in the midst of all of this. Pieces of it have been coming together for years, but it was a part of that mess that helped me really take hold of the fact that this is a message for this season. And I can't be alone. I know I'm not alone because I get your messages. And when I was in Houston, I saw your tears. And I hugged on some of you for a long time. That's why I know it's not just me. And because it's not just me, even if there were only one other person under the sound of my voice who needed this, then I'm doing it for you. And I want you to join me. Bless your enemies. They don't deserve to get the satisfaction of thinking that they have stopped your momentum, that they have stopped your energy towards your dreams, that they have stopped what was destined for you, that they have stopped and interfered with your vision, with your mission, with your purpose in life. They don't deserve the satisfaction of that. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to keep blessing them. Bless them. Let's get them booked. What if we got all of our haters booked? (laughs) What if we were the catalyst behind all of our haters being booked, And getting to their purpose and being more fulfilled. Wouldn't this be an amazing world? The problem is we want to fight darkness with darkness. And so again, so many of you have been like, who do I need to fight? (laughs) And I appreciate you, but you don't have to fight my enemies. I'm going to keep praying for them. I got them. (laughs) And I'm not worried about it. Trust me, I got them. And you don't need to fight your enemies either. Pray for them. Bless them. You focus on what you know is to come. You focus on what is. And you focus on understanding that they cannot stop your stride. What is for you is for you and the devil in hell can't take it away from you. Now, if you're new to redefining wealth, you might be thinking, wait a minute. I thought this was going to be about money. She tricked me. (laughs) I thought it was going to be about money. It is about money because ultimately you need the peace and clarity to go after those opportunities that are going to create financial wealth, monetary wealth in your life. And if you are distracted by enemies, if you are not showing up as your best self because you're not sleeping at night, you're not eating, you're you're busy online trying to research where they live, how you're going to get them. You're replaying all kinds of scenarios about what you should have said or what you're gonna say next time or what you're gonna do. That is a distraction. That is taking you off the path of purpose. And inevitably that affects your prosperity. And so what we do here is look at wealth, yes, but we always wanna dial it back and look at all these areas of life that are impacting our wealth and we don't even know it. We don't even recognize it for what it is. And so somebody has to bring awareness to it. Why not me? I go through and have been through enough things (laughs) and have coached people through enough to be able to just share some, I guess you can call it like some, put some, I don't know, revelation around this stuff because we don't think about it in these terms a lot. But I spend a lot of time in meditation. I spend a lot of time in prayer and researching and reading Um, and doing devotionals and all that stuff. And sometimes, you guys, between mentors and church and really divine downloads, I would call them, like these divine downloads, I get these messages, I get these words. God knows I always try to practice first. Again, there's no such thing as try. I always practice first. And then as I begin to see Any hint of success and success for me looks like fulfillment and peace Then I know that it's something that could potentially be a blessing to you And so my job is to use these tests in life so that I could be a testimony for you I truly believe that and I think that it's not just me because I learned so much from your comments and so, for this week's episode, please go to patricewashington.com, find this episode, Bless Thy Enemy, and tell me, you know, how you've been able to overcome these types of occurrences. If you've ever faced an enemy, if you've ever faced a giant, I don't know, my hater, I wouldn't consider a giant. I, I feel bad for them. They're actually very small. But <laughs> whatever you want to call them, if you've faced any type of adversity like this, where you were being lied about, Rumors were started. Gossip was happening. You were being just harassed, or if you're being harassed in social media or anything like that, share with me how you're overcoming or what you can take away from this. I need to know that I'm not the only one. I really do. I can't be the only person. I know I had a few people from the Paul Mitchell schools, but I really want to hear from you, my listening audience of the podcast. Is this something you've struggled with and how are you getting through how are you overcoming? Because this podcast is really for me. I want to build a community of folks that want to grow with me. I really do. And so I need your feedback. You can hit me on Instagram, SeekWisdomPCW, or again at PatriceWashington.com. Share with me how you're overcoming. What are some scriptures that really help you? What are some mantras, some affirmations, anything you have And trust me, when you're sharing with me, I know that other members of the audience are reading your comments and they're also reading, well, they're not reading your direct messages, but they're reading your comments uh, on the the website as well as in social media. So don't be selfish if you found a little secret to something. Like don't keep it to yourself because if you've been through a test and you are now a testimony phase, then you owe it to us. That didn't just happen for you. Just like what I'm experiencing is not just happening for me. It happened for other people because we might be the only hope someone has. Remember, there are young people out here who are committing suicide because of the lies that someone else has spread about them in social media apps, on social media platforms. And that's not just young people. I know I know that there is someone under the sound of my voice right now who has contemplated taking their own life because you can't control what someone else is saying about you and how it's making you feel and what you think other people are going to think about you. I know, but I want you to know that you're not alone. Many of us have been through that. It can't just be me. So I'm going to ask you right now to go to social media Go to the website if you're trying to stay off social media, which I don't blame you for, and and check the comments because I know that there's at least one other, two other, three other honest people out there who will share their experience and shared how they overcame. And if we're doing it, you can too. All right. So that's it for today, you guys. Bless thy enemy. It's just not worth. It's not worth your energy. It's not worth your energy. You're better than that. You are better than that. And we don't fight darkness with darkness. We transcend it with light. So until next time, take this message to heart and share it with someone who you know is going through. Leave a rating or review. I'd love to hear from you. Okay. Until next time, I want you to go live your life's purpose, find fulfillment and earn more without ever chasing money. Talk to you later.